0: Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. It's Thursday the 1st of February. In your Squiz today, tech giants report some big earnings, inflation drops again, an aviation mystery could be solved and an internet therapy session. This is your Squiz today. Siobhan,
1: welcome back. It's been a long time since we've heard your voice, a year, in fact. Thank you. Thank you. I've missed you, Alice. And of course, I've been listening to you and Alex and Claire religiously (laughs) as a new mum, but I have missed you and all the squizzes. And this program, you know, when you sit as an outsider, it's super helpful to stay on top of the news, but I'm really glad to be back on the inside and to get amongst it. Well, we are very happy to have you back.
0: So let's get into it. A couple of American tech giants have shared their earnings reports for last year. These are the sort of businesses that are in most of our lives one way or another, so it is good to be across where they're at. Let's start with Microsoft, which is on a high after overtaking Apple with a market valuation of over $3 trillion.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of money, isn't it? Mm. And that makes it the world's most valuable public company because its value has skyrocketed after it began exploring artificial intelligence opportunities, including a multi-billion dollar investment in OpenAI, which is, of course, the company behind ChatGPT. Now, Microsoft also purchased the gaming company Activision last year, which helped bring in $62 billion of revenue in just the last three months of 2023. That was up 18% year over year. It shows Microsoft has made some savvy business decisions and is set to rake in more and more revenue going forward. The other one to mention is, of course, Google and its parent company, Alphabet. Yesterday, it reported a better than expected fourth quarter in 2023, pulling in $86.3 billion in revenue, which represents a growth of 13%.
0: And that's notable because it's the company's highest quarterly growth rate in its 26-year history. But reports do say that it's mainly off the back of advertising on its search engine, and investors are looking for the company's AI projects to start bringing in more revenue. Siobhan, a company that isn't doing quite so well, though, is Tesla.
1: Yes. And that is, of course, tech billionaire Elon Musk's electric vehicle company. Its share price has dropped 26% this year, which is its worst ever start to a year. And to put a dollar figure on that, it means the company's value has taken a $300 billion hit. So that is serious. Mm. And the reason for that is that investors are concerned about the company's future growth. Tesla itself has forecast that its expansion this year will be notably lower. It didn't go into detail about why, but there is speculation that it's because demand for electric vehicles is slumping.
0: And Musk himself has also taken a hit. Yesterday, a Delaware court ruled that his $84 billion pay package could be voided. The judge described it as an unfathomable sum. Shareholders who had challenged the pay package were happy with the result, but Musk responded by taking to his social platform X, which is formerly Twitter, He advised people to never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware. Sticking with the topic of money, there was a glimmer of hope for mortgage holders yesterday, the latest Bureau of Stats inflation data was released, and there's been a big drop in inflation. That has finance experts predicting the Reserve Bank will leave interest rates on hold when it meets next Tuesday, Siobhan.
1: Yeah, so the new data shows that prices rose by just 0.6% in the October to December quarter, which is the smallest rise in nearly two years, and that's helped to halve the overall inflation from a peak of 7.8% just a year ago to 4.1%. But before you get too excited (laughs) about potential interest rate cuts, analysts say the Reserve Bank is likely to leave the current 4.35% rate where it is. And they're still predicting, though, that we could see rate cuts later this year, potentially around August, if, like me, you're counting down. (laughs) And the other thing to mention,
0: though, is that rental prices, house prices, insurance and electricity costs are all expected to remain high. Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock described them as homegrown problems caused by Aussie demand rather than external factors like international supply chains. On Monday, we spoke about a potential deal being struck between Israel and Hamas. And Siobhan, Israel has now proposed a six-week
1: pause in fighting in Gaza. The chief of Hamas, a guy called Ismail Haniyeh, says he will travel to Cairo to discuss that ceasefire proposal in more detail. But the crux of it is that more Israeli hostages would be exchanged for Palestinian prisoners. It would also see major food and medicine deliveries being allowed back into Gaza, where the death toll has just passed 26,700 people, and that's according to the Hamas-led health ministry. But Haniya says Hamas's priority is to secure a permanent ceasefire and full withdrawal of Israel from Palestine. But that's two things that Israeli PM Benjamin Netanyahu has ruled out.
0: And in some other Middle East adjacent news, US President Joe Biden says that he's decided on a response to the killing of three American soldiers in a drone strike in Jordan. He didn't go into detail, but he did say that he still wants to prevent conflict escalating in the region. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. I was enthralled by this one yesterday, Siobhan. A US underwater exploration company reckons it's found Amelia Earhart's missing plane.
1: Yeah, it's so exciting because it's been one of aviation's greatest mystery for a really long time. If you're not familiar, Earhart and her navigator vanished in 1937 after taking off from Papua New Guinea during their round-the-world attempt. But yesterday, the CEO of Deep Sea Vision, Tony Romeo, said he's found the wreck of her plane about five kilometres underwater near Howland Island, which was meant to be Earhart's destination. He says, though, you'd be hard pressed to convince him that it's not an airplane. And if you've seen the pictures, I think you have to agree. Mm. And he's also convinced that it's her plane. But there are doubters some think the angle of the plane's wings indicate that it's not her plane. So who knows? Well, Romeo's not
0: letting that stop him. He is planning to head back to the site to gather more images. And he says if the plane's in good nick, they hope to bring it to the surface, then restore it and put it in the Smithsonian Museum in Washington. I think most people would know by now, Siobhan, that if you ask the internet a question, you can probably expect a swift and or brutal answer. (laughs) But Sesame Street puppet Elmo was the latest to learn that lesson on Monday when his account asked, how is everybody doing?
1: I know, poor Elmo. (laughs) You might have regretted asking that because that single question turned Elmo into an unsuspecting international therapist. (laughs) Thousands of people on X, formerly Twitter, piled on with their personal tales of woe, One user kept it really simple and said, staring into the abyss, (laughs) which is fantastic. (laughs) And even some celebs got in on the trauma dump. Actor Rachel Ziegler said she was resisting the urge to tell Elmo that she's kind of sad. Now, that's not even to mention all of the meme replies that have come out of this, which are also fantastic. (laughs) Thankfully,
0: though, there were a few users chipping in with messages of support. And Elmo himself also followed up with a tweet saying he learned that it's important to ask a friend how they're doing, which is some very solid advice to start your Thursday off right.
1: Absolutely. Puppet psychology works, people. (laughs)
0: Squeeze the day, Siobhan. I reckon it's a good time to plug our latest squeeze shortcut.
1: Yes, so good. Alex and Claire did that one up and it's about melanoma, which has been in the news a fair bit recently. So they're diving into some melanoma basics, the treatments that are helping more people survive it, and what you can do to get onto any problems you might have early. Yeah, given
0: we're in Oz and it's our third most common cancer, it is a really good one for everyone to listen to. So I'll pop a link to it in the episode notes today. And that wraps us up. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow.